Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need, no matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project. We got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is building a super shed. Hi, I'm David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Home Building Hero. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button to make sure that you don't miss an episode. So a lot of people are staying at home. A lot of people are doing home improvement projects. A lot of people are storing more things. And also with the pandemic, people are buying different things and now need that storage. So they're buying, you know, motorcycles so they can go out for a ride. They're buying RVs so they can go on a road trip. And they're buying boats so they can go out on the lake and go fishing. All those things are great, but you need a place to store them. And that place is a shed. And uh, we've seen a surge in our own subdivisions of people applying for permits to build sheds. So what I wanted to talk about in this episode is how to make a super shed. Different things that you can add to really take a basic shed or an outbuilding and make it really great. So let's begin. Let's talk about some ways to design a super shed. Now, keep in mind with this, every municipality has their own rules. Some areas won't even allow you to build a shed, and, and some will, and, and some have different rules. So some of these may or may not work depending on your rules. So disclaimer right away, check with your local municipality before uh, getting too far with your shed project. Okay, so first thing with a shed that you can do to really make it great, if you have the ability to with the municipality, Make it a two-story shed. Even if it's just a pull-down ladder above, there's a lot of potential storage in that attic area. And depending on the pitch of the roof that you have, it's a great place to store, you know, your Christmas decorations or put away, um, you know, different things that are lighter, maybe bigger that, you know, you don't typically use very often. They could be you know, outdoor, you know, solar lights that you're maybe not going to use for part of the year. Again, your Christmas decorations are a great place to put, you know, all your lights or if you have that plastic frosty or whatever it is that you're going to put up there, um, that's a great place to store things. But if you're doing a bigger shed, like something that's a two-car or a three-car type outbuilding, you can use that area for other space. You could insulate and drywall that and now turn it into, let's say, a area for teens to hang out in. You know, if you can put an attic, um, attic skylight in, or you can get a window or two in there, um, you know, drywall it and throw some carpet in there, and uh, teenagers will go up there. It's almost like a tree fort, but it's a, you know, hangout area. They can go play games. They can just hang out and talk, play on their phone. Um, if you have a lot of ceiling height there, you could also take it to the next level, and uh, make it a bigger room. You could put things like, you know, a pool table up there or an air hockey table uh, or make it like a real game room. Um, you know, if you run electric in there, you could, you know, potentially put some arcade games in there and turn it into a little retreat. Now, the only danger with this is if it's just insulated and drywalled, uh, it might get hot up there. There's no air conditioning. There's no ventilation in there. It could be kind of a hot, stuffy room. Obviously, it could get pretty expensive adding some heating and cooling in there, although you could put a window AC unit or something in there to help at least cool off the room. But that would be uh, one way that you could really make this a super shed. 
The other way that you can do this, and this is not applicable in all municipalities, but this could also become a guest suite. There are a lot of people that build outbuildings. You may put a bathroom in the back of it. So it could be a shop down below and then up above is a guest suite or an apartment. So you have uh, you know, a bedroom and then maybe down below there's a very small little kitchenette and a uh, bathroom. And you could either rent that out or if you have a college age kid, they kind of have their own place to hang out. They're still kind of part of the family, but uh, they have their own room. They have their own little almost dorm room up above your garage. And again, then you're going to need to have heating and cooling, of course. And if you are doing a really cool ultimate super shed, you may want to have that. You may have actually a heating system and an air condition system in that shed, uh, especially if you're a big car guy. You work on cars, you want the temperature to be nice in there. That way you can work year-round, have a little heat in there in the winter, and uh, maybe a little bit of air conditioning in the summer when it gets hot. So if you are investing that much into that, that would be a great way to do it. But again, a lot of municipalities will not allow you to do this because it's considered an apartment or could be turned into an apartment. And uh, if it's a single-family area, they may consider that to be a rental and they may they may allow it but they may put a stipulation on that as soon as the building is sold that uh, that has to be taken out or they could also put a stipulation on there that uh, no rent can be collected if there's rentals uh, it becomes you know non-code compliant so there's a lot of different ways that they can do that but but there's some that just simply will not allow it uh, where I live they actually will not allow you to to put a bedroom or anything above the shed uh, because they don't want it to turn into rental situations. All right, let's let's move on from the upstairs of a shed and just go more traditionally to uh, a regular shed and how you can really make it super. So first things first, just don't leave it bare on the inside. Uh, if you really want to make it nice, at least consider insulating it and drywalling it. It will help reduce the temperature swings in there. Um, the drywall is a nice finish and then it allows you to put in, you know, all sorts of different finishes uh, on the outside of it, whether it's cabinetry, whether it's shelves, uh, you can put different racks in there and uh, it just kind of finishes it off a little bit better. Yes, it will increase your cost, but if you do want a super shed, you want to at least insulate and drywall it. And then, of course, we can talk about garage heaters and uh, putting something like that in. You'd have to pump in uh, or put in a gas line. But if you have it insulated and drywalled, you can add in a small heater. These typically only heat the garage to 50, 55 degrees. But again, that is a nice thing to have if you're walking out in the middle of winter, going to your car, having the car not be completely cold when you start it. Um, a little heater, keeping it a little bit warmer in there is a great thing. Or if you're doing a little work on your vehicles, instead of it being 34 degrees in there, 35 degrees, having it 55 degrees can be very comfortable uh, in the winter, especially when it's zero out, it's going to feel pretty good in there. So look at a garage heater, you may need to run an outlet as well. And uh, they size them based on the size of your garage. So it could be something very small. Uh, if it's more of a two to three car garage, you know, it's gonna be several thousand dollars to do that, but it might be an investment worth making if you do use it a lot. Another shed uh, that I saw recently, uh, one of my clients did this, it was a really cool shed, is they made some extra space in it, so it was enough to store two cars, plus it had a wider area on the side where they put a roll-out outdoor bar. So 
he had a bar set up there. He had plumbing to it as well. So there was a sink and, uh, you know, he was able to sit outside and, and make it an outdoor bar. And I thought that was really cool. And there's a lot of different ways you could do this. You could just one, have it where you have your garage door open and you go in there and there's, there's your bar cabinet. However, the other way you could do it, and I've seen this too, which is pretty neat. Uh, I've seen shed designs where there's an overhang on the side of the shed and maybe a bigger doorway. And you can have a rollout bar and the bar kind of stays in the garage where it's stored. And then, now this would not have a sink, of course, but you could then roll the bar outside and have an outdoor bar area under the shade of the canopy and uh, have a nice little outdoor entertaining area. So you can do a lot of neat things with design. It just depends on the budget and what you really want. So uh, that's another neat thing that you could do. But if you do an indoor bar, then you could, of course, plumb it and put a sink in. That way you can dump your drinks and everything down the drain. You can also then run electric. You can put in a small refrigerator or an ice maker or things like that. That way you are able to get, you know, cold um, liquids right away. And uh, it just depends on how much you like to drink, of course. Uh, here in Wisconsin, a lot of people do. Uh, but that would be a neat uh, way to have an outdoor bar as well. Now let's get a little more specific onto the garage itself or the storage shed. And uh, a lot of people, of course, when they do sheds, they're looking for a hobby shop. So this is something that you can do in a multitude of ways. Some people will build the, the shed and that's the specific purpose of it. Never meant to park a car in there. So they run a lot of electrical. You're gonna probably need some 220 in there, uh, but then you can start putting in all your different woodworking tools. So your band saws, your planers and things like that. And you can have a really great woodworking place. The nice thing about doing that and keeping it separate from the rest of your garage is then you don't have all the dust uh, flying in the garage, making your cars dirty, uh, making the rest of the garage dirty. So it's its own separate area. And again, you may want to look at, if you're going to do a woodworking shop, having some sort of heat, so insulating it, drywalling it, and having a little bit of heat in there because, again, if you're working with wood or you're storing wood in there, it's really damp or cold, that's going to make the wood um, take on moisture. It's going to expand and contract a lot. So you probably want to heat that uh, to some degree just to keep it a little more consistent environment. But yeah, you can do a lot of neat woodworking things. A uh, big thing there is have adequate lighting so that you know you can see what you're doing at all times. Uh, you're gonna wanna have potentially even, if you're gonna have make, be making a lot of dust there, a way to ventilate it uh, properly. So whether that's a lot of extra windows, uh, you're still gonna create a dusty environment, uh, but you, know, you could also uh, potentially get something that filters out the air, um, something that's you know, pulling the dust out of the air and then storing it in a container uh, so that you're you know, getting that dust out, not breathing all that while you're working on the wood. But that's definitely something to think about as well. Now, if you're just more of a casual uh, enthusiast and want to have a nice shed, there's a lot of other great things you can do. First thing is let's talk about uh, what a lot of people will do with their garages or their sheds is make it set up so you can wash cars. And that's really simple. You know, again, ideally, I recommend insulating drywall and heat. That way you can use it longer in the year. But the key things that you're going to need to have are a floor drain so that the water can drain out um, into, you know, either your sewer or um, into, um, you know, an area, open area in your lawn. But uh, a floor drain is almost a must. And then, you know, adding in some water so that it's like a car wash station. 
And you can do this just with regular water, or you can also uh, have a softened water. You may need to buy a separate water softener for this area. But yeah, you can have softened water, maybe a hose bib that it, for each, or, or a bypass where you can turn the softened water on. So you wash the car with regular water, turn the bypass, and then you use softened water. And uh, that's a nice setup. You gotta have a little more room than a typical shed so that you can work all the way around the car, spray everything, and uh, have it go down the drain. Another great thing for a super shed is an epoxy floor. And epoxy floors are extremely popular right now. They are a lot easier to clean. They cover that concrete surface a lot better. It's just a really great look and uh, just makes things a lot easier to deal with. And uh, again, you could do this with some of the other setups that we talked about earlier as well. So um, that might be one of the first steps before you go too far. You can always gradually phase things in. If you're building a shed, maybe you um, epoxy the floor right away. Uh, maybe you insulate it and drywall it later, and then you add in these other things like storage cabinets or you know, if you do end up making it a wood shed or a car wash station, you can start to add these things in later. And then the other thing to make a super shed is to integrate in built-in storage. So a lot of different ways you can do this. There are so many things that you can go out and buy from you know, hanging racks for your bikes. If that's something that you're interested in, obviously you can do built-in cabinetry. They have tons of different kinds. You can use traditional cabinetry or you can get special garage cabinetry that's more of a thermally fused laminate and that will allow uh, for you know lots of different storage. You can get all sorts of different tool racks to hang your tools. Uh, you can build in workbenches. Um, so if you're you know a car guy, you can buy your snap-on tools, get all your, your cases and everything um, and do some pretty cool stuff in there. So there's a lot of potential for built-in storage as well. And whether it's again, hanging on the ceiling, hanging on the wall, or even just different systems uh, that you can fasten to the wall just to hang up your yard tools. Um, there is a ton of stuff out there. You can buy that at almost any home store, any hardware store. Uh, the sky is the limit. You can just do straight shelving too. Um, again, a lot of people are storing more things. So storing you know, your dry goods, maybe your excess uh, paper towels, uh, canned goods, um, you know, glass uh, canning and things like that. If people are into that or if you're doing gardening, um, a shed is great for all of those things. So it can really have a lot of uses, whether you're into, like I said, home gardens or you're into cars and working on, on your vehicles or you got a boat or a camper. Um, the other thing that you might need to do with the super shed to make it really a super shed is uh, look at the overhead garage door and consider the height of that. If you are going to store a camper or a bigger boat, you may want to have a taller door than what you'd normally put on your home. And you have a little bit less limitation because you might not be building above and you can go with instead of, you know, a seven foot door, which I don't really recommend even on homes, at least an eight foot door, but you could even go nine or 10 foot high uh, on the shed. And that would give you a lot more storage and ability to put in. If you have like a van with a, you know, a, a bumped up top, some of those vans have that little sleeping area up above uh, or something like that, you need that extra height to get that in there. So all sorts of different things for you to consider to make a super shed. It's really more about what are you gonna use it for and making sure that you integrate all those ideas into the design of the shed, whether you put them in right away or you phase them in later, but lots of possibilities. And of course, the only limit is your budget and your imagination. So hopefully we gave you some good inspiration here on a shed. And uh, if you are going to start that project, I do recommend to get an architect because of course, um, 
you know, especially if you're doing something a little bit more unique, uh, just drawing something out on paper yourself isn't going to get it done. You're going to want to have uh, someone design it and make sure that you've allowed enough space to get it the way you want it. Because once you build it, you can't unbuild it. And we don't want to have a situation where you missed out on a potential great room because you didn't didn't think things through. So definitely look at hiring an architect and have somebody assist you with the design of it to make sure that you're getting everything that you need. Once again, I am David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the Home Building Hero today. It's been my pleasure to speak with you. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode or our other episodes, please make sure to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Just go there, look for Home Building Hero. If you can give us a five-star rating and a little comment, we would really appreciate it. And once again, if you need to reach out, feel free to email us, homebuildinghero at yahoo.com. Once again, David Bellman, thanks for tuning in to the Home Building Hero, and we'll talk to you very soon. Thank you.